hallelujah it's a new week and this week we are going to be looking at partakers of the holy spirit partakers of the holy spirit continuing in this new series that we have begun moving on to maturity we have already touched on enlightenment and the heavenly gifts and yeah amazing amazing messages and things that we we should know that we don't know and so you can get the other episodes you can get those messages in the paracletos podcast i advise if you haven't listened to them you listen to them even before this one hallelujah partakers of the holy spirit according to hebrews chapter 6 verse 46 the writer of hebrews says it is impossible for those who have once been enlightened who have tasted the heavenly gifts who have shared in the holy spirit other versions say partaking of the holy spirit says who have tasted the goodness of the word of the lord and the powers of the age to come who have fallen away to be brought back to repentance to their loss they are crucifying the son of god all over again and subjecting him to public disgrace hallelujah and so we've looked at enlightenment we looked at heavenly gifts we are looking at sharing or partaking of the holy spirit amen before we get into it on us to pray i pray in heavenly father have your way thank you for such a time like this oh god where knowledge and revelation is revealed unto your church Oh, that which we did not know, you are showing us. That which we just glanced over, you are drawing our attention, oh God, and quickening us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that the same Spirit that was that raised Jesus from the dead lives in us, and that same Spirit will quicken our mortal bodies. Oh, thank you for opening our eyes, that we are enlightened in Jesus' name. I pray, oh God, give me grace to make known your word. In the name of Jesus, use me as a mouthpiece to speak to everyone that listens in the name of jesus and it will not be me speaking oh god but it will be directly from you do not be limited with our formality with our humanity do not be limited oh god by our technology but have your way in the name of jesus flow in the name of jesus thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit in jesus name amen amen and so we are looking at partakers of the Holy Spirit, partakers of the Holy Spirit. So a little background on the Holy Spirit. Who is the Holy Spirit that we can partake of him? What is the Holy Spirit? Who is that, that the concept of the Holy Spirit? Amen. Right from the beginning of scripture, I look at Genesis chapter 1 verse 2. The Bible says, Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. The Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. That was directly from the beginning. The Holy Spirit was there. Hovering over the waters. Hovering over the waters. He, He was there. Amen. Amen. Let's look at John chapter 14 verse 16 to 18. John 14. John 14, verse 16 to 18. Jesus is speaking to his disciples. He says, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The Spirit of truth, 
the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you i will not leave you as orphans i will come to you hallelujah this is jesus before he left before he was crucified he made a promise to the disciples and to the church that that same spirit that was hovering over the waters in the beginning that same spirit is a promise of the father he is coming he is coming hallelujah he says i'll give you another advocate to help you we have help hallelujah and it's called the spirit of truth the spirit of truth there's no lie with him hallelujah the holy spirit the holy spirit the holy spirit in john chapter 14 verse 26 it says but the advocate the holy spirit whom the father will send in my name will teach you all things and will remind you of everything i have said to you the advocate the holy spirit the advocate the holy spirit you've actually taught on the holy spirit here the paracletos the paracletos is a personality it's not a wind it's not a fire He's not a dove, he's a personality. He's a personality. Hallelujah. The Spirit of God. The Spirit of God. Hmm. It's a personality. It's a part of the Godhead. He is God. Amen. So when we see partaking of the Holy Spirit, what does it mean? To partake of something i actually searched on the meaning of partake and partake means to eat or drink something eat or drink something join in an activity or be characterized by a quality this eat or drink something join in an activity or be characterized by a quality hallelujah so then partaking of the holy spirit is what i wrote partaking of the holy spirit means that the holy spirit has filled you and you utilize the power available therefore he has become your way of life i'll take it again partaking of the holy spirit means that the holy spirit has filled you and you utilize the power available therefore he has become your way of life hallelujah he we said that in partaking, the meaning of partaking means to eat or drink. When you eat something, means that thing has filled you. Hallelujah. You've been filled by that thing. Hallelujah. And it says we partake of the Holy Spirit. What does it mean to partake of the Holy Spirit? Then we He has filled us. He has filled us. The other meaning of partake means to join in an activity, to, to join in the activity. Hallelujah. And so therefore, you utilize the power available by the Holy Spirit. You have joined in his activity hallelujah and the third one is to be characterized by a quality and so now he has become your lifestyle the holy spirit has become your way of life let's look into details so the influence of the holy spirit how he fills you hallelujah according to matthew chapter 3 verse 11 it says i baptize you with water for repentance but after me comes one who is more powerful than i Whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. So this is John the Baptist telling the people, telling the people that I baptize with water, but there's someone coming who will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. And when, when we're looking at baptisms, the doctrine of baptisms in the previous season, we discussed that baptism also means that you are immersed in something. Hallelujah. That thing has overshadowed you. In other words, that thing has filled you. Amen. And so the evening of the Holy Spirit, partaking of the Holy Spirit, one aspect of partaking of the Holy Spirit is that He fills you. You are baptized by the Holy Spirit. Look at Matthew chapter 3, verse 16 to 17. Matthew 3, 16 to 17. The Bible says, As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. And that moment, heaven was opened. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and aligning, alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. Whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is what happened when Jesus was baptized by John. Jesus was baptized by John. So when he came up, the Holy Spirit descended and alighted on Jesus in bodily form like a dove. Look at this testimony of John. John chapter 1 verse 32 to 34. It said, Then John gave this testimony. I saw the Spirit come down from heaven as a dove and remain on him. And I myself did not know him. But the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, The man on whom you see the Spirit come down and remain is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and I testify that this is God's chosen one. Hallelujah. John 1, chapter 32 to 34. When Jesus came up of the water, says the Holy Spirit came upon him. That was when the Holy Spirit came upon Jesus. So before Jesus' time, right from where he, he was born to age 30 until he was baptized, the Holy Spirit was not upon Jesus. Hallelujah. When the Holy Spirit came upon him, then he started his ministry. Hallelujah. The baptism of the Holy Spirit. Let's look at Luke chapter 2, 24, verse 49. Luke 24, verse 49. It says, I'm going to send you what my Father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. Hey. Hallelujah. Mm. the baptism of the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit coming upon us listen to this Acts chapter 1 verse 45 this is on one occasion while he was eating with them he gave them this command do not leave Jerusalem but wait for the gifts of my father wait for the gifts my father promised which you have been you have heard me speak about for John baptized with water but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit and in Acts chapter 2 verse 2 to 4 it says suddenly a sound like a blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Acts chapter 2 verse 2 to 4. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that John, John declares and John makes a testament that 
he baptizes with water. But there's one coming who baptizes with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And God gives John a direct instruction that the one you see the Holy Spirit descend upon is God's chosen one. Hallelujah. And so John is baptizing people with water. And anytime he baptizes people with water, he watches water, he watches. He's he's noting, he's he's looking, he's he's studying. And one day someone comes to him. Hallelujah. A relative of him comes to him. Hallelujah. And as he baptizes this one, the Holy Spirit descends on him. He says, This is God's chosen one. This is the one who baptized the world with fire and with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So Jesus is telling his disciples that wait, the promise of the Father. Actually, he actually explained and promised them that he's not going to leave them. He's leaving, but he's not going to leave them alone. He will come unto them. And he's bringing another advocate, another helper. The promise of the, the Father, the Spirit of truth. Hallelujah. And on that day, called the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit was broken out upon the earth. Hallelujah. Broken out upon the earth. He was let loose. <laughs> and he filled the believers. He said that day it was as of tongues of fire resting on each and everyone's head. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit. And they spoke in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. The infilling of the Holy Spirit. That's a way we can partake of the Holy Spirit. Infilling of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And now in, in this day and age, in that time you receive the holy spirit when you receive salvation once you say the sinner's prayer and and in the heavenly gifts we actually explain actually explain how you receive the holy spirit when you receive salvation it's a gift it's a gift that comes to salvation when you accept jesus the holy spirit is in that gift it's a package some people think that you have to do something else again to receive the holy spirit no you just have to accept that he is there and acknowledge that the Holy Spirit is there and say Holy Spirit I want you he's there that gift is given unto you partaking of the Holy Spirit hallelujah and let's look at something the power of the Spirit the power of the Spirit the power of the spirit in the definition that i gave of partaking of the holy spirit they said the holy spirit has filled you that's one two you utilize the power available and so we are looking at the power of the holy spirit in acts chapter 1 verse 8 jesus is telling his disciples he says by you receive power and the holy spirit comes on you and you'll be my witnesses in jerusalem and in all judea and samaria and to the ends of the earth you receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Hallelujah. There is power that is available in the Holy Spirit. There is power that is available. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for your power, Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 2, verse 4, it says, And all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Hallelujah. The sign to show that one has been baptized by the Holy Spirit, that one has received the Holy Spirit, is the evidence of speaking in tongues. Speaking in a language that nobody understands, yet still having response. Speaking in a language that no your 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 mind your, your mind doesn't bear fruit, hallelujah, but your spirit makes uh, declares mysteries. 
Paul says that when I speak in the language of the spirit, my mind is unfruitful. That means my mind doesn't understand, my mind can't comprehend, but my spirit prays. My spirit makes mysteries, declares mysteries unto God. That's an evidence of, of the Holy Spirit, an evidence of the Holy Spirit. You speak in tongues. Nobody can just get up and do that. People can mimic what you are saying, but then it's different. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me explain it this way. Let's say you, you, you get a mobile phone, a phone, a mobile phone, and you can make calls with that mobile phone you can call your friends on that mobile phone when you call your friends you hear them speak to you you speak to them hallelujah you speak to them you do not see your words travel you do not see the the the, the transmitting lines you don't see the radio frequencies no but but you hear your friends and your friends hear you hallelujah someone can pick any device a box a bottle a remote controller and put it on the ear and, and say the same thing you are saying but I would not speak to the person you are speaking to why because the facility that requires you you communicating with someone afar off is the mobile phone hallelujah you don't see the frequency lines you don't see the, 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 the radio frequencies you don't see it but then it's happening hallelujah but someone can pick a remote controller and do the same thing you are doing activity the same thing you are doing actually dial the number on the remote controller but it will not make the call why because the facility that is empowering that call is a mobile phone and so that's what that's what tongues is that's how tongues is a little explanation on the speaking of tongues the holy spirit is that enabler he enabled the believers to speak in tongues and so he's the power behind it he's that unseen radio frequency he's that unseen hallelujah unseen transmitting lines and so he gives you a direct link to god Hallelujah. A direct, you can speak to God directly. No one understands except the Father. Nobody knows what you are praying about except God. Hallelujah. He gave the, the believers that ability. And that ability is, 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 is available to us today. It's still available. As easy as Holy Spirit, I want to speak in tongues. Holy Spirit, I want that dimension in you. Holy Spirit, I believe that the evidence of you in me is the speaking of tongues. Therefore, I want to access this power. I just begin to pray. Just begin to pray. Just begin to pray. Remember the first time I spoke in tongues, I felt words bubbling up. And all I could say was, ba, 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 ba. And I just kept on saying that. I didn't know why I was saying that. I didn't understand what I was saying. But I was just saying that as I kept doing it, as I kept doing it, more words were adding, more words were adding, more vocabulary were adding. Today, I don't even have to think about what I'm saying. As soon as I open my mouth to speak in the language of the Spirit, I flow. When you're speaking in English, you know the next word you are going to say. But in tongues, you don't know. It just flows. Out of your belly flows rivers of living water. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, and they began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Other versions said, as the Spirit gave them utterance. He gave them utterance. He gave them that ability to do so. Hallelujah. Look at this. Matthew chapter 4, verse 1 to 2. Matthew 4, 1 to 2. 
says, then Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. So after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. After Jesus had, had received the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit led him. Led him into the wilderness and he fasted 40 days and 40 nights. This is not a natural thing. You can't easily do that. You can't easily do that. But then with the backing of the spirit, you receive enablement to do that. The power of the Holy Spirit. That's one way we partake of the Holy Spirit. One way we can partake of the Holy Spirit is to utilize the power. Before before the Holy Spirit came upon Jesus after his baptism, there was no way recording the Bible that he went to the wilderness to pray and fast. But then he received that ability through the Spirit. He received that ability through the Spirit. Amen. Amen. He received the ability through the Spirit. A lot of Christians want to fast on their own. They put in so much technique into fasting. By as simple as yielding to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I want to fast. Holy Spirit, I need to fast. I need to pray about this matter. I need to set my, my, my tummy aside and pray. Help me. Help me. Help me, Holy Spirit. You, feel, you, you get this enablement to pray. Enablement. Enablement to pray. Hallelujah. In Luke chapter 4, verse 14, it says, Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread through the whole countryside. He returned in the power of the Spirit. Hallelujah. After his baptism, he went in the power of the Spirit. Before his baptism, Jesus did, did not have the power of the Spirit. It was when the Holy Spirit came upon him that he operated in the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Look at this, Acts chapter 3, verse 6 to 8. It says, Then Peter said, Silver or gold I do not have, but what I have I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Walk taking him by the right hand he helped him up and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong he jumped to his feet and began to walk then he went with them into the temple courts walking jumping and praising god the power of the holy spirit the power of the holy spirit It's after the believers had received the Holy Spirit. Peter and John were going to the temple to pray. They met a man walk, uh, begging at the gates. And Peter said to the man, He said, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took the man and lifted him up. And the Bible says, Instantly, 
instantly the man was healed instantly instantly the same words can be said by an unbeliever and nothing will happen why the same words can be said by an unbeliever and nothing will happen why because the Holy Spirit the difference is the Holy Spirit the difference is the Holy Spirit the power of the Holy Spirit is available it's available we channel that power with faith with faith Jesus told his disciples that unto him who believes nothing is impossible for him to the one who believes nothing is impossible mm. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 to 11. 1 Corinthians 12, 7 to 11. The Bible says, Now to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom, to another a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by that one spirit to another miraculous powers to another prophecy to another distinguishing between spirits to another speaking different kinds of tongues and to still another interpretation of tongues and all these work of one in the same spirit and he distributes them to each one just as he determines first corinthians chapter 12 verse 7 to 11 the bible is saying that the holy spirit gives us gifts and these are supernatural powers if you actually listen to the heavenly gift the previous episode the heavenly gift I actually spoke about the gift within the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit is a gift to believers but then he also becomes bearing gifts and he gives you gifts specific to your character specific to your nature specific to your purpose here on earth he gives you the gifts so no two gifts are the same they may be the same gifts, but the way you manifest the gifts is different from the way someone else manifests the gifts. That's why you must desire your own. That's why you must desire your own. Hallelujah. Amen. And see the powers that He gives us. Hallelujah. The ability to know something that you should not know. The ability to... You, you just have wisdom concerning things and, and supernatural. The wisdom does not tally your age. <laughs> Hallelujah. The wisdom does not tally your age. In the building of the temple, the, the Lord told Moses that he has placed his spirit upon these craftsmen. These craftsmen, he has placed his spirit upon them. Before that, they were just ordinary craftsmen. They were in the business of craftsmanship. But then he placed his spirit on them. These men received insight how to how to to translate the plan that God has given Moses into reality. That is the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Say to one is giving faith, strong faith. You can lift someone's faith up. It's a gift. It's another healing. When you speak, sicknesses flee. 
say to another the miraculous power miraculous power the elements bend to your will the elements bend to your plan bend to your purpose they shift and do they, they, they arrange themselves in accordance unto what you have said hallelujah so it's another prophecy it's another prophecy the word of god is placed in your mouth a sharp word of god is placed in your mouth spiritual gifts they are powers given to us by the holy spirit supernatural abilities to another distinguishing between spirits discernment of spirits discernment of spirits that you can know you can know you can discern what is at work here this just separates the believers from every everybody else everybody else it separates us from everybody else some people have worked and and manifested this gift of discernment so they're saying that they 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 restricted themselves from joining some buses they missed some flights they just, they just because they could discern they could discern they missed some flights they missed some uh, 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 they didn't join some buses they took different routes just because they could discern and it, and, it, and it turned out that 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 decision was was for the best a supernatural ability a supernatural ability different kinds of tongues there are people who can speak in different languages and actually in the in the when we did the gifts we spoke about the gift of speaking in tongues different kinds of tongues and the Holy Spirit can give you the ability to speak in different languages different languages there are people there who can do this it's not something we are just talking about there are people there who can do this as in people when they speak in the language of the spirit others hear it in their language and that's what happened in, in the in the time uh, on the day of Pentecost there were different kinds of people there from all around the place who came to where the disciples were they came today to celebrate a certain festival and they could hear the believers speaking it says and each of them could hear the believers speaking in their language in the different languages they could hear the believers speaking in their language two people could hear the the same believer <laughs> two people could hear peter declare the word of god in their language in their local language in their native language that was amazing amazing That was amazing. Thank you. Thank God. Thank God. Has given people the interpretation of tongues. Interpretation of tongues. This gift is so beautiful. If you see it in 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 action, it's so beautiful. The Bible says that pauses are when I speak in the language of the spirit, my mind is unfruitful, yet my spirit prays. There are some people that God has given their gift to. <laughs> their mind is fruitful. Can you imagine? 
they've broke they can break the the code of tongues they understand what it is they understand what the person is saying and so they can interpret even the person himself does not understand what he's saying but they can interpret that gift i've seen it in in action it's beautiful it's beautiful it edifies the church it encourages the church it's amazing hallelujah and so this one we become partake of the holy spirit and sadly believers end they end at the infilling and they don't partake of the powers yes i've received the holy spirit and that is it i've received the holy spirit yeah, i have the, i believe i have the holy spirit i have a relationship with the holy spirit i speak to the holy spirit and we end at the infilling we end at the infilling but i'm forgetting something when when the holy spirit infills you he is so quick and so eager that you start to express the power and to show that he is there he's so eager that you, he wants to express that he is there he shows it by his power then then what's the use then what's the difference then what's the difference he wants to show his power he wants to show his power so when he came upon jesus right from there he led jesus to the wilderness enabled him to pray right from there jesus returned in the power of the holy spirit and did so many awesome things jesus told his disciples wait and receive the holy spirit you receive power that's why he said you receive power when the holy spirit comes upon you and they waited on the day of Pentecost. The Holy Spirit broke out on them. They began to right from there. They began to speak in other other tongues, in other languages. It was an evidence of His power, His enablement. Right from there, Peter spoke, and three three thousand people gave their lives to Christ. It's a power. Right from there, the believers they worked and with miracles, signs, and wonders. It was a power. And sadly enough, believers are ending at the Holy Spirit. We are satisfied with just that, the fact that He is there. We are satisfied with the fact that He is there. Yes, still we have not utilized the power. In the definition of partaking, we said you join in an activity. The Holy Spirit is doing something. Join in. Partake of the power. Hallelujah. In the final meaning of partaking of the Holy Spirit, it says that, and He has become your way of life. He has become your way of life. So let's look at that. He partaking. There's there's one level of partaking where He He fills you. The other level of partaking where you utilize the power available by the Holy Spirit. And the next level of partaking is where He becomes your way of life. Look at Second Corinthians chapter three verse 17 2 Corinthians 3 verse 17 it says now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is there is freedom other versions say there is liberty there is liberty where the spirit of the Lord is there is liberty hallelujah hallelujah when the Holy Spirit comes into your life he has come to free you Bible says who the son sets free is free indeed he has come to set you free from the things that held you back from the world from the systems of this world he has set you free he says we are in this world but we are not of this world he has come to break that 
that connection between you and the world. Hallelujah. And the way things are going on in the world, a lot of countries' economies are experiencing a downfall. Prices of goods and services are rising. And things are becoming very hard. And you think this has never happened in the world before, but it has. It has. Recorded in scripture, it has. There was a time in Egypt <laughs> where there was so much hardship in Egypt. So much hardship. A lot of things were happening and they could not control. Why? Because God was staring it. <laughs> but here are the people of God in Egypt in a place called Goshen. And in Goshen, they, they are thriving. As if nothing was going on in Egypt. In Goshen, they were thriving. When Egypt is sick, Goshen is healthy. When Egypt, Egypt is dark, Goshen, Goshen has light. When Egypt is under attack from locust, Goshen is harvesting. <laughs> and the Holy Spirit was painting a picture. That when he comes into your life, he's taking you out of Egypt into Goshen. Where you are free from the attacks of the enemy. Hallelujah. In 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, the Bible says, And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his, his image with ever increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. The Holy Spirit has come to turn your life into Christ's own. He has come to change you to Christ. That when someone looks at you, there should be no distinction between you and Christ, you and Jesus. Bible says that when if the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives inside of you, that same spirit will quicken your mortal bodies. This is what He has come to do. He has come to change you, to change you into Christ. That character that you think is associated with your temperament. <laughs> oh me, I cut people off. That's who I am. That's how I am. No, He has come to change you into Christ. He has come to change you into Christ. He's bringing Christ's compassion, Christ's Christ, Christ compassion that he had for the sick. He's bringing it to you. Christ's ability to forgive. He's changing you into Christ. Hallelujah. There's the Holy Spirit that does this work. And this is partaking of him. Partaking of him. And this is the, the level of partaking of, of the Holy Spirit where most believers don't even get to. Yes, you experience His infilling, the joy that comes with receiving the Holy Spirit. You experience speaking in tongues, you prophesy, you lay hands on the sick and they recover. And all these miraculous powers that the Holy Spirit gives, He utilizes them. But yet still, He has not become your way of life. He has not become your way of life. Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 to 23 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such there is no law. He has come to bring love into your life. He has come to be your joy. He has come to bring peace, forbearance. He has come to make you kind. He's bringing goodness into your life. 
He is faithful. So he's making you faithful. He's making you gentle instead of angry and arrogant. He's making you gentle. And at times where you should act out. He's saying, calm down. I've experienced that, that calming of the Holy Spirit. There's a time where someone did something so, to me. I really wanted to lash out. Really wanted to lash out. I could hear my spirit. Then he calmed down. Then he calmed down. Then he calmed down. Then he calmed down. I really wanted to lash out. Because the person was wrong. The person was very wrong. And I'll be justified if I lashed out. Under any circumstance and under normal circumstances, I should have. But I could just hear my spirit. Then he calmed down. Then he calmed down. Then he calmed down. Then he calmed down. Don't lash. Then he don't, 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 don't take it out on this guy. Calm down. And so I calm down. And at the end of, of the whole commotion, at the end of the whole story, because of the way that I handled the situation, the, the guy in question is now in church. He's now a believer. He's now committed to the church. And he joined the department in the church. Imagine I lashed out. The body of Christ would have missed a worker, would have missed a servant. Let the Holy Spirit become your lifestyle. I know sometimes this is the area where we fight the more, the most. This is the area where we resist the most. This is the area where we do not even want to partake. Because until you give in, until you give in to the Holy Spirit influencing your life, becoming your way of life, you always see it as a disadvantage. Like other people of the world are doing this. You, you, you want me to do what? <laughs> they are chasing after money. They are chasing after, after pleasure. And they are doing what they want. It's so you said I should have, I should have self-control. In my lack, you said I should seek first the kingdom and all things will be added. You said I should not worry. When they are thinking, when these people are thinking they're making plans for tomorrow, you said I should not worry for tomorrow. For if the birds of the, the, the field do not hunger, says how much more us? And it's, it's, it's very difficult to accept this kind of lifestyle. <laughs> there are people who have lived in faith. Meal after meal is provided by faith. They had no money, but yet they expected God to provide for them, and He came through. And it becomes your way of life. When He becomes your way of life, the Holy Spirit becomes your way of life. Mm. In John chapter 3, verse 8, it says, The wind blows wherever it pleases, and you hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it's going. So is everyone born of the Spirit. This is what the Holy Spirit wants to do with you. You come, you become unpredictable. You become unpredictable. Where he says go, you go. Where he says stop, you stop. <laughs> no one can tell where you are going. Only the Holy Spirit. You, 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 even you, you can't tell where you are going. Except the Holy Spirit. Where he becomes your life, your way of life. Partaking of this personality. <laughs> partaking of the holy spirit partaking of the advocate partaking of the comforter of the help the helper partaking of this best friend 
places where we mostly ignore we mostly ignore we mostly ignore and as i was studying and preparing for this message the holy spirit brought a picture to mind he says i will never leave you nor forsake you i'll never leave you nor forsake you so imagine yourself sitting in in a 14-hour plane flight 14-hour plane flight and the person sitting next to you next to you the seat next to you right next to you the person begins to do all sorts of vulgar things the person starts to take off the clothes become naked the person sits anyhow the person uh, smokes drinks uh the person does does things that are not comfortable to you are so uncomfortable to you the person starts playing music so loud the person switch on lights <laughs> and it's it becomes so annoying but then why are you going you can't change seats you're in a 14 hour flight you are stuck with this person for 14 hours and you can't wait for the fl- flight to come to an end no matter how much you tell this person to no, i'm not comfortable with this I, I don't like this could you could you not do this the person ignores and then continues doing it and sometimes even does it worse huh? then amplifies his, his efforts and no matter how much you are pissed no matter how much you are angry no matter how much you are uncomfortable you can't leave because why are you going to you are stuck with that person always brings in something that, that that is how he stuck with us and he stuck with us for the rest of our lives until we denounce him he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. It has nothing to do with you and everything to do with him. He's not going. But then we ignore him and do what we like. And do things that he is uncomfortable with. And do things that grieve him. And do things that, that he has not sanctioned. And things that he doesn't like us to do. Things that he will not prefer us to do. And we totally ignore that there is a personality with me. And I feel so bad. The things, the things I've done, and I didn't regard his presence. And this time, he's not living, he's not sitting beside us on a 14-hour plane flight. He's living within us. He's living within us. He's living within us. Affected by every decision that we do. Oh Holy Spirit, Akinda la bashande lebedi brieta. O karadina masande lebedi brosha de la bada brindezete. Oh God, we repent for every time that we have ignored Your presence. I repent for every time that I have I have ignored You and done what I wanted. Sometimes knowing that You are uncomfortable with it, yet I did it. Lord, I repent. Give me grace that I will walk by the Spirit. Give me grace that I will do what you want me to do. That I will bear the fruits of the Spirit. Give me grace. In the name of Jesus. Galatians chapter 5 verse 16 to 18. It says, So I say, walk by the Spirit. And you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit. And the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other. So that you are not... To do whatever you want but if you are led by the spirit you are not under the law it says the flesh and the spirit are, are they are in disagreement 
because the spirit wants what is contrary to the flesh what his body wants the spirit wants different how the holy spirit wants the flesh does not want it the flesh wants to do everything he wants to do yet still the holy spirit says have self-control the flesh wants to go all out yes so the holy spirit is saying that calm down the flesh wants to do everything he wants to do but the spirit is saying that there are some things i cannot do there are some things i cannot do the restrictions the holy spirit puts on us are not limitations no the restrictions he puts on us are not they are not limits they are not limiting you don't let the, don't let the world lie to you don't let people lie to you don't let media lie to you you're a child of god you're a child of god when you go to any kingdom the children of the king don't play in the streets no The children of the king don't play in the streets. They can't mingle with some people. They can't do it. They are not allowed to do it. No matter how much they see uh, the children playing on the street, they can't do it. partaking of the Holy Spirit he becomes our way of life he becomes our way of life by him we move by him we breathe by him we have our being evidently there is a difference between us and the common person there's a difference between us and the unsaved between us and the unbeliever the Holy Spirit is our way of life the things they worry for we do not worry for the things they esteem as great achievements we do not esteem as such they seek to please man and, and, and make their name known we, we seek to please God and make his name known in that we are honored and we are satisfied that he takes the glory They seek to make a name for themselves and gather treasures for themselves here on earth. We seek to gather treasures for ourselves in heaven and be part of heaven's hall of fame and join the seats of the elders. Hallelujah. And the Holy Spirit becomes your way of life. When the Holy Spirit becomes your way of life, Eternal life becomes your goal. Eternal life becomes your goal. And so it's very dangerous that you partake of his powers and ignore the way of life. Ignore his influence over your life, over your decisions. Because the flesh can utilize the power of God negatively. Oh, you can heal. Oh, oh, you can, oh, you can declare the word of God. Wow, then, then you must be great. Oh, then you must be great. Oh, then, then, then people must pay before they meet you. Or oh, then people must pay before they see you. Or oh, then people must salute you when you walk. And the flesh influences it. And then builds pride in you. 
and you feel like the gift that God has given you, it's a gift, you won't take it from you. The gift that God has given you, you are adversely using it and doing what you want with the gift rather than what he wants to do with you with that gift. But then the Holy Spirit is influencing your life. And although, yes, you lay hands on the sick and they recover, you let them know it's by the grace of God. It's nothing I could do. The words I spoke, anyone can speak it. The only reason why it's worked is God. When when they happen, the man, when Peter and John prayed for the man at the gate of beautiful, the Bible said that he entered the, the temple. Oh, and he was singing, dancing, jumping, and praising God. Praising God. When Paul went somewhere and they said, these men are gods. He said, they tore their clothes. They tore their clothes. In other words, they became naked before them. He said, see, I am man just like you. The only difference is God. They call them gods. How some of us will wish people will call us gods because of the little power that we are we have tasted. But when the Holy Spirit becomes your way of life, you know that no one can take the glory of God. And to put yourself in the place to take the glory of God, you make yourself an enemy of God. Your mind is tuned to heaven. And you begin to live under heaven's economy. It's amazing. So Paul is saying that the people that have partook of the Holy Spirit, partaking of the Holy Spirit, or are partaking of the Holy Spirit, for them to fall back, for them to resist, for them to 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 denounce God, it is impossible to come back. It's impossible. Imagine how far that it's impossible to reconvince them that God exists when they have tasted and seen that the Lord is good. May we not be part of that Lord. I declare over you, may you not be part of that Lord. Wherever you are, you want to pray. Oh God, may I partake of your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, can I partake of you? Yes, I have you in my inside. Oh, I have you filled. I've been baptized by the Holy Spirit. Yes, I speak in tongues. Oh God, I want to experience and I want to utilize the power available to me. Oh God, and I want you to become my way of life. In the name of Jesus, oh God, the ones listening, transform us. In the name of Jesus, give us grace that we may partake of you. In the name of Jesus, on all three levels. In the name of Jesus, being baptized by your spirit, oh God utilizing your power and you becoming our way of life may we be characterized by you in the name of jesus we yield we yield and by faith oh god we allow you in the name of jesus we give you the driver's seat we give you the driver's seat that is one difficult thing to do to give god the driver's seat because it's difficult to, to not be in charge of your life and to not know what next. 
back if you could trust if you could trust if you could trust god help me trust help me trust oh god help me trust help me trust i know it's difficult for me to let go but lord help me trust Help me trust. Give me grace that gradually I take my hands off the the steering wheel. Gradually I get up from the driver's seat and I say, have your way, oh God. Wherever you drive, I will go. Give me grace. That whatever instruction you give, I will go. Whatever thing you say I should do, I will do. Give me grace. Give me grace. In Jesus' name. Amen.